Hello, and welcome back for another Toasted Tale with me, Jim. I'm really happy you've decided to join me today around the fireside. If, like me, you enjoy hearing stories, then you've come to the right place. I think there are interesting stories to be found in every subject. They're just waiting to be found and shared. In this podcast, we're going to take a random subject and use it as a seed to do some research. And in that time, I'll do my best to find a story within that hopefully you and I can find enjoyable. So let's bring in the subject randomizer, give it a spin, and find out what today's topic will be. Okay, so today it's landed on Battered, Bruised and Bloody. Now that is an album by DJ Carnage. Now just for clarity, before we span and landed on this today, I hadn't actually heard of DJ Carnage or his album Battered, Bruised and Bloody. I'm just a guy who loves taking a subject, doing some research, learning a few things and finding some stories to share with you all. So as not to keep you all waiting around, I know you're very busy, I've completed the research and I'm very excited to share with you what I found. Diamante Anthony Blackman, or by his stage name Carnage, was born on January the 3rd, 1991, in Guatemala. His grandmother took the dangerous journey to bring her family across the border into the US in order to create a better life for her family in the land of opportunity. He grew up in Frederick, Maryland, where he attended Walkersville High School. It's interesting to me how some people gravitate to where they are most talented, and Diamante is one of those people. At 16, he started playing his music in small clubs in his hometown. I like to think back to how I was at that age, and the idea of putting myself out there and performing like that not only takes an incredible amount of confidence, but it's confidence I wouldn't have had, and it's incredible to me. As with a lot of people who become successful, it wasn't always smooth sailing, with most of his schoolmates not appreciating at the time the future talent they had in their midst. For those students who had an ear for what Blackman was producing, they lapped it up, fondly shouting his original tagline, Carnage in the building, when he would enter house parties to play. His big break onto the scene came in 2012, when, as his persona, Carnage, he uploaded his first song onto YouTube, Teak Teak, and he began producing songs for the like of American rapper G-Eazy and collaborating with dubstep legend Borgor. This sudden success and newly found exposure led Carnage to release Incredible, his debut single which quickly hit over 25 million views on YouTube. At this point, he was probably fielding numerous labels wanting to sign him up, but it was Ultra Records in 2015 where he finally put pen to paper. It was with them where he earned a gold award with his single I Like To, which he released with I Love Mackinnon. Later on that year, he released his debut album Pappy Gordo, which immediately became the number one dance album in the United States. Whilst doing the research, I was able to find a number of stories that I found interesting about DJ Carnage. 
following the deaths of his friends and collaborators Mac Miller and Avicii. Carnage took some time out of the limelight to work on his own health, both mentally and physically. He realised that his platform would be better suited highlighting bigger issues in the world. Do you remember what I mentioned earlier about his family who was originally from Guatemala? Where his grandma brought her children across the border in order to provide them with a better life? Well, he pays homage to this in the music video of his song, Letting People Go, which he dedicated to his grandma's journey. He said about this, quote, Just like a lot of mothers dealing with the atrocities at the border, she also had her children took from her, which included my own mother, when crossing the border into McAllen, Texas. Carnage explained in no uncertain terms his reasoning behind the song and its powerful visuals. Quote, As a first-generation American, I am more proud than ever to be from an immigrant family. My grandmother risked everything on her journey from Guatemala into the United States as an illegal immigrant. She did this to create a better life for her family in the land of opportunity. I dedicate letting people go to my grandmother and immigrants around the world. I am the American dream, and I am proud of it." End quote. He continues by going, quote, The Letting People Go music video is my family's personal story, but I wanted to share it with all of you to prove as immigrants anything is possible. End quote. A percentage of the revenue from Letting People Go is to be donated to the Races Foundation, which provides free and low-cost legal services to underserved immigrant children, families, and refugees living in Texas. Along with making albums and collaborating with other superstars, he also put the time back into creatively finding ways to give back to his fans and those in need. When hearing about the eruption of Volcán de Fuego in Guatemala on the 3rd of June 2018, a charity event was organised, and unveiled by DJ Carnage, called Desde la Ceniza, which is Spanish for From the Ashes. The natural disaster which saw over 300 people remain missing after the volcano erupted, killed at least 116 and caused nearly 13,000 people to have to be evacuated from their homes, spurred Carnage into action. He said about this, quote, I've been working on this show since the day this tragedy happened, and I promised myself and my family that I would take action. The event took place on August 14th at the Forum Majidas in Guatemala City. Carnage joined a wealth of local artists, including Ale Q, Paco Rodriguez, and Francis de Villa to be able to raise money for those in need. Another story of Carnage using his creativity to be flexible was during the coronavirus pandemic in 2020. With the world shut down and the music industry hurting from the inability to pack stadiums filled with giant fans, he announced that he would be doing a North American first. He planned to run the first road rave allowing up to 500 cars to park and experience a concert in their cars. Taking inspiration from the Germany World Club Dome Drive-In Rave, 
Carnage looked to give back to his fans with a similar show, but bigger. So he upgraded the whole event to a festival. He said, quote, I don't know how it will feel until I am out there, but it's gonna be history, end quote. During COVID, he admitted, quote, I've been just hanging out with my mum and my dog, end quote. But during stay-at-home orders across the country, he had been keeping busy with different projects. And the road rave was the latest of these. He said in one interview, quote, I don't want to do drive-in festivals forever. This is just until we get back to regular shows and festivals, end quote. Until that time, however, it is nice that there are some opportunities for people to enjoy some live music safely. And of that music, we may as well turn our attention to Carnage's second album, which was released in 2018, and introduces us to the star of today's podcast, Battered, Bruised and Bloody. It was released through Heavyweight Records and featured guest appearances from Migos, Little Pump, Mac Miller, Kyle, among others. The genre of the album is hip-hop and trap, and before I get into these two music genres too deeply, I already know that you could probably make multiple hour-length podcasts on each, and so I'm not going to go into a total deep dive on either of them, more rather to provide some background knowledge to those listening who may not be aware. Looking at hip-hop first, this was a cultural movement that attained widespread popularity in the 1980s and 90s. Referring to the complex mix of DJing, rapping, graffiti painting and breakdancing, the graffiti and breakdancing aspects which were the first parts to grab the public's attention actually turned out to have the least lasting effects. DJs developed new techniques for turntable manipulation, which called for needle dropping, which allowed mixers to play two copies of records simultaneously as well as slide the records back and forth underneath the needle to create the rhythmic effect called scratching. Rapping lyrics eventually began to be laid over these tracks made by DJs, which put the musical genre on the road that led to multiple iterations by groups in different parts of the US, and then internationally to become one of the most popular musical genres throughout the world. Hip-hop became such an amazingly large genre that offshoots from it flew off and created their own smaller genres. Now one of these was trap music, which emerged primarily from the south of the US and is a genre filled with a hard attitude you can feel through the bass. Triangle triple hi-hats, loud kicks, snappy snares and low-end 808 bass samples. It is a genre that, while already popular, is still in the process of gaining momentum and in its simplest form can be broken down into the following combination. One-third hip-hop, one-third dance music, and one-third dub. If those are the styles that Carnage used in the album, then I definitely feel as if, for the research, I need to listen to some of the songs. I picked three singles from the album, Learn How To Watch, I Shine, and Plur Genocide. 
And as I was kind of expecting, each were loud, hard hitters, with boatloads of energy. I enjoyed all three, even though each was very different from each other. And, you know, I could, I could feel myself kind of really getting into the tunes while I was listening. If you're someone like me that listens to music and gets a huge amount of energy from it, then these are the sort of tunes that you're going to really get a lot from. You listen to it playing and it feels like your adrenaline dopamine taps are being turned on by the music. It's, it's really quite great. On this album, I read the review by Patrick Leon, who writes that, quote, With battered, bruised and bloody, Carnage's EDM past has gone entirely out the window save for two instrumental songs that are thrown in the middle of a rap album with little warning, end quote. And this is him probably referring to the more rap-heavy songs that are included in this album than what he had with previous projects. He continues, quote, He successfully moved beyond his initial identity as an EDM producer, rap interlooper and into a career in which he can easily straddle the line. Though he's more rap-focused these days, as he seems like he can produce for a wide variety of rappers. Perhaps the main thing that keeps Carnage tied to dance music, though, is his clear desire to be the lead artist, and make projects on his own. Battered, Bruised and Bloody is much more successful in that regard than Papi Gordo, and if Carnage stays hungry and keeps playing around with the rap zeitgeist, he could soon helm a genre-defying party starter of an album." End quote. I do have to say that based on my exposure now to this music, if you're a fan of these styles, then I would highly recommend checking Battered, Bruised and Bloody Out, as well as Carnage's earlier musical works. I would like to thank you for spending your time with me today around the fireside. I really hope during this Toasted Tale podcast you've learned a little bit more about Battered, Bruised and Bloody, and also the artist who created it, DJ Carnage. I really enjoyed learning a bit more about Carnage's life, and also what he's done throughout his career to not only add to the trap and hip-hop genre, but also the injustices in the world he's tried to highlight, the charitable causes he supported, and also the creative ways that he's tried to bring the music to his supporters during the difficult coronavirus times. If you enjoyed listening to the Toasted Tale podcast today and want to know when new episodes are released, then the best way to do so is to follow me on Twitter or Facebook, my handle for both those platforms is at podcasttale, and it's on there where new episodes get announced, and also anything interesting I find while doing research is put there as well. So follow me at podcasttale for more. If even after that you're someone who wants to support the show even further, then you can do so by sharing this episode, liking it, and subscribing to the Toasted Tail podcast on whichever platform you prefer to get your podcasts from. Once again, I really want to thank you for listening to today's show. I really enjoy learning about these random subjects every time I sit down here, and the fact I'm able to do that alongside you 
is really special. If you'd like to join me again for another story around the fireside, then I will be back here every Tuesday and Thursday. Your company will of course be greatly welcomed. I hope you all have a lovely rest of day, and I will speak to you all again soon for another toasted tale by the fireside.